Hello, hello, hello. It's Bianca, and this is episode 16 of the Mock Trials and Tribulations podcast. Today is a special episode for me because it's my one-year anniversary episode. Last year, on March 12th, 2016, I put out my first episode of the Mock Trials and Tribulations podcast. I honestly never thought that it would even last this long. Um, I honestly wasn't sure if people would actually listen to my ramblings. So I'm super grateful that you guys do and that I actually made it to one year. Um, As you guys know, I started this podcast so that I could vent about lawyer problems, but also so that I could share some insights into the legal profession and to share some had I known then what I know now wisdom with you guys, because Lord knows I didn't know anything about the law or lawyers or what they really did or anything like that before I went to law school. I basically had to learn all of that stuff as I went along. So I figured having a podcast would help me to share some of those insights and things that I learned along the way. But over the past year, I've talked about more than just the law and lawyer problems and things like that. I've also talked about why um, you should never work for free, the why and how of negotiating. And in today's episode, I'm talking about the danger of doing too much. I am the self-proclaimed captain of team doing too much. And that's not really a good thing. Um, And I've been like this for my whole life, or at least for as long as I can remember. Um, Back in elementary school, a teacher once said to me, Bianca, you're always busy doing something. You're like a bumblebee. And since then, people just call me B. It's a nickname that kind of stuck. So I've just always been good at keeping busy and Now I'm basically the captain of team doing too much with little to show for it. Um, And just reflecting over the past year of this podcast and really just the past year of my life since starting this, um, you know, obviously I started the podcast, I've grown my law practice. I also got a new job that I started a couple months ago. And um, I also had this crazy idea to try to create three different brands um, based on other things that I do, trying to split up my interests into like three different brands and none of that's working out. And so I've basically become a Jane of all trades and master of none and none of this is sustainable. Um, If you remember from episode one of Mock Trials and Tribulations or if you're just new to this, I'll recap. So, um, I was one broke lawyer. Like when I graduated from law school, I struggled. I could not find a job to save my life. And while I'd always wanted to start my own law practice, I thought that I needed to work for somebody else to gain more experience first. And then after a couple of years of doing that, then I could branch out on my own. Um, but like I said, like that didn't work out. I couldn't find a job to save my life. Nobody wanted to hire me. I went through my savings, my retirement, I ended up homeless temporarily, and um, 
finally figured, you know what, I need to do something. So I hired myself and um, I spread the word about my legal services. And within that first month, um, within a couple of weeks, actually, I got three clients. But three clients isn't enough to pay the bills. And two of them actually ended up skipping town without paying me. So I was too happy when a financial company hired me um, a little later in the month. And um, they eventually laid me off during a company reorganization. And after they laid me off, it took me seven months to find another job. And then when I got that job, um, I got that job offer on a Friday, literally two days later, my fiance got laid off. So, um, and it took him over a year to get a new job. So for the past few years, we've pretty much been a one income household. It's either I'm not working and he is, or then he's not working and I am, but, um, it's pretty much been tough the past few years. And so for me, um, I basically always had my law practice kind of on the side. It's never really taken off to the point where I can do this completely full time on my own. And um, after losing so many jobs and running out of my savings and being homeless and having to keep starting over again, honestly, I'm afraid of taking that leap to pursue my law practice full time. Um, For the first time in a really long time, my fiance and I are both working at, you know, seemingly steady jobs. And I say seemingly because really no full-time nine-to-five job is really stable or secure nowadays. Your employers could just let you go at the drop of a hat if they felt like it. But um, this is the first time in a long time that I feel like I have some semblance of financial stability. And... um, We both have steady jobs right now, and I really don't want to mess that up by just quitting and pursuing my law practice full-time. And as I've said before, um, I want a house before I'm 40. I have a wedding that I have to pay for now. So, I mean, as much as I really do want my own law firm full-time, I'm scared as fuck, y'all. Like, the past few years um, have just really... I guess, scarred me. And I'm just like really scared of taking that leap of working for myself full time. So that's why I'm trying to, you know, I I fall into this whole doing too much where I'm trying to do like three different projects at, at the same time, trying to make sure that I constantly have money coming in. But the way that I'm doing it isn't necessarily the way that it should be done, if at all. And I mean, the past few years have definitely seen an uptick in, I guess, the glamorization of entrepreneurship, right? Like we're inundated with perfectly curated Instagram profiles of pictures of people, you know, sitting on a beach with their laptop, with the caption, you know, this is my office for the day. And um, the word hustle, I mean, The word hustle has pretty much become like our unofficial mantra. And we're constantly reminded that no matter how much we think that we're doing, we're not doing enough, right? Like we're always reminded that 
you know, we have the same hours in a day as Beyonce, which I'm sorry, that's actually bullshit because Beyonce has a personal chef and a trainer and a housekeeper and an assistant and this team and all this other stuff that, you know, I don't have any of this stuff. So our days are totally not the same. If Beyonce takes a nap during the day, like her empire is still running smoothly and all is right with her world. If I take a nap during the day, that means that something's not getting done. So we totally do not have the same hours in a day as Beyonce. And I wish that people would stop putting that out there because it does make people feel, you know, differently or it feel it makes people feel like no matter how hard they're trying, no matter how hard they're hustling, they're not doing enough because, you know, like they're not on Beyonce level and that's not fair. But um, I say all that to say that despite this whole like glamorization of entrepreneurship, nobody really shows you the scary reality of entrepreneurship. The fact that, you know, it's lonely. Like as an entrepreneur, you're working for yourself. So you don't really have the benefit always of having, you know, coworkers and people that can relate and vent to you all the time. And also there's the fact that, you know, 50% of businesses fail in their first year and 95% fail by the time they're in their fifth year. For me, that's kind of scary because I'm halfway there with my law practice, even though it's pretty much been on the side since I started it almost three years ago, I'm still in that middle way of halfway being there. So on the one hand, you know, I'm doing so many projects for, you know, pay and exposure and, you know, I'm stacking my money so that I can get to a place where I feel okay enough to be able to quit my job and have my law practice full time. But then on the other hand, I don't have enough time to do everything that I need or want to, to be able to get me there. Like for example, right now, I'm at this interesting place where I have too many clients and not enough clients at the same time. So um, it's kind of like where I, I have too many clients in the sense that like I can't take on more people because I work full time. So I can only meet with clients at night and or on the weekends. So, um, you know, it's the past week has kind of been, I say I have too many clients in the sense of I've had to meet with clients at night or on the weekends or um, do things for clients at night or on the weekend, which means that, like, for example, I can't go to a 6 p.m. spin class or something like that. So I've been trying to work out in the morning, you know, waking up at like 5, 6 o'clock to work out in the morning before my full-time job so that I can at least still get that in. But then at the same time, even though I've been seeing an influx in clients, I still don't have enough where I can securely leave that full-time job to pursue this um to pursue my law practice full-time. And um, the other thing about it, too, where people say, you know, like your only, you know, transportation should be a leap of faith and you kind of need to do it. And it's like, okay, so people don't think about things like, you know, health insurance. That's a real thing that people need to think about and, you know, stress about. Like our jobs provide these benefits to us that, as entrepreneurs, we're going to have to be responsible for. It's not as simple as saying, oh, okay, well, my monthly expenses are $2,000. So then if I can just save $24,000 and have a year of expenses saved up, then I should be okay to quit. But then you also have to think about, 
like taxes and incidentals and how are you going to pay for your health insurance and things like that. So it's very scary to, you know, just think about leaving that semblance of security. Even though, like I said, it's really a faux semblance of security because your employer can let you go anytime that they want to. So in reflecting on the past year and what I've accomplished since starting this podcast, um, I realize it's really not that much. And that's because I've just been trying to do too much at the same time. So um, I'm going to take my own advice and I'm going to try to scale back on some things. So first of all, I'm going to maintain just one brand or one thing at a time. So like I said, I was trying to split up and have like three different brands and things. I went and like created three different Instagram accounts to have like three different things that I was doing. Like for now, I'm just going to have just the one Instagram account um, for now. I have like, I have a Instagram page that I had for like things that I cook and share. Um, I made one for this podcast, but Honestly, engagement really hasn't been that great on those two. And also, you know, most of that is because I haven't really been consistent because it's hard to be consistent on these things when you're trying to run three different brands and you work full time, you have a side gig and you're trying to do all this other stuff. So I'm going back to just the one Instagram account that I've always had. And um, it's chocolate nerd if any of you guys are interested in following me there or if you haven't already or whatever the case may be I am just gonna have that Instagram account for now um secondly I know I say this a lot but I really am going to work on being more consistent with these episodes I'm leaning towards a first and third Wednesday kind of schedule but I haven't really decided yet but my new podcast schedule will go into effect in April. And lastly, I'm going to work on slowing down and being in the moment. This is something that I have always struggled with. Um, Like in school, I never really paid much attention in school or um, like at internships, I was always thinking about the next thing that I needed to do or the next place I needed to be. And I never really just focused on being in the moment. And even like now, as I'm like planning my wedding, um, like as I'm planning my wedding to my fiance, I still find myself like not completely being in the moment and enjoying the process of planning our wedding and so that's something that I just want to work on just slowing down and not comparing myself to other people so what if there are people that are you know living the quote-unquote dream of entrepreneurship and having their office be their you know beach scenery for the day like I'm just going to focus on myself and what I'm doing and what I need to do to get to a place where I can get my law practice to the place where I want it to be and a lot of that takes time patience and discipline and just slowing down and being in the moment and enjoying my journey where I am right now um 
there's a quote, and I know that I'm going to butcher this man's name, but I think it's pronounced Lao Tzu, but just in case, it's spelled L-A-O, and then his last name is T, Z as in zebra, U. And the quote says, if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. And if you're at peace, you're living in the present. And that's something that I really need to focus on. I don't feel like I focus on the present as much as I should. I think about the past a lot. I think about, you know, had I known then what I know now, or, you know, if I could do college over again, maybe I wouldn't have gone to an expensive school. Like, I'm always thinking about things that I could have done differently, and then I'm always freaking out about the future. Like, I need to just, like, chill the fuck out and focus on the present. Otherwise, I'm going to drive myself crazy, and that's never a good thing. Um, but, you know, this is something that I've always struggled with. Um, I'm always going to be a work in progress. Like I've always been so caught up in the destination and not taking the time to cherish the journey. And even with this podcast, as my listenership numbers grew, I jumped into, you know, creating an Instagram page and creating a newsletter because other successful podcasts did the same thing with, you know, success. But I'm not there yet, and who knows if I'll ever be, but what I do know is that I'm grateful and so humbled by the fact that you've actually listened to my ramblings for a year, and no matter where this journey ends up, you're making it work well for me, so um, I just want to thank you guys for listening to my podcast, and feel free to hit me up as always on Twitter, I'm at BJGESQ. Or you can hit me up on Instagram. I am at chocolate nerd, all one word, chocolate and nerd spelled exactly as they are. And um, you can still send me questions to hello at attorneybianca.com. I definitely owe you guys a long overdue Q&A episode um, because I want to share some of the questions that I have been asked um, in case some of you guys have had similar questions. So, um, I hope you guys enjoyed my anniversary episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for being an avenue for which I can share some insight and vent and just talk about life and that it's not perfect. And, you know, my life is, even if you look at my Instagram pages, like my Instagram is not perfectly curated anything. My life is pretty much like my pictures on Instagram are pretty much what my life is, which is a hot ass mess most of the time. So, um, I just hope that I can still continue to be raw and authentic with you guys. And I'm sorry if you were expecting a perfectly curated podcast. Um, that's not really what I'm about. Nothing about my life is perfect. All I can do is share my experience and the lessons that I'm learning along this journey. So, um, I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.